Hello, hello, friends, fam, and everybody else. How are you guys doing? I hope you are good. I hope you're as well as can be during these, again, COVID turbulent times. I do feel like the general mood, especially in London, is starting to ease up a little bit with more people going out, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it feels nice. The weather's getting better. Vaccine rollout seems to be going well. And obviously we've got a timeline, fingers crossed for April 12th. So hopefully, guys, hopefully everything's going to start looking up. Well, to get into it, if you don't know, it is International Women's Day on Monday the 8th of March. And this year's theme, by the way, I didn't know they had themes, but I guess that makes sense. Uh, This year's theme is hashtag choose to challenge. And so to commemorate International Women's Day, I thought what a better way then to have a debate and challenge the idea of pageants, challenge pageants themselves, themselves as an institution, and debate and question whether they actually contribute to female empowerment. I want to mention before getting into the main meat of this episode that firstly my guest Jen Atkin, who is Miss Great Britain of 2020 and she will be until September 2021, she'll introduce herself in a minute, She is absolutely lovely and has a car of gold. And I think you can tell from this episode that her title and participation, not just winning, she also talks about losing in these pageants, are such a source of happiness and excitement. So while overall, personally, I don't think pageants contribute to female empowerment in respect to giving more power to women as a gender, I think it's really clear that on an individual level, they can empower people, not just women, but also men. So I just thought I'd say that to take into account out of respect for people who do participate in pageants and who do get a lot of joy out of them. So. Without further ado, I hope you keep an open mind listening to this app, learn, appreciate something new, share uh, with some friends, and also just to celebrate women's achievements throughout history, maybe look into some other cool things that women are doing, the, the hallmarks and the, what's the right word, all the steps that women have taken to get to where we are today. Bravo, women, and to men you know and to everybody else (laughs) so have a lovely international women's day have a great week week and i hope you enjoy this episode um sweet so i am now recording jen thank you so much for coming on to my podcast especially like so last minute as well Oh no, thank you so much for having me. It gives me something to do at the very least anyway. Yeah, I feel like something other than like rolling out of bed and just like contemplating existence during this never-ending COVID cycle. I'm, I know, I can't believe it's been a whole year. Yeah. Well, well over, is it? Yeah. yeah, it's been over a year now. I can't believe it. I know, I heard a few, a few days ago, I think it was a year. I don't know what a year from, like since Boris announced something, I think. But yeah, it's madness to think we've been in it for a year. I can't believe it I'm, I'm not at 28 this year I'm going to be 27 still I'm not yeah. I'm not classing this past year as it is a year of my life <laughs> I, know, I feel you I totally feel you it's so miserable like to be fair though I guess in a way it's interesting because we'll never have had I mean I guess in future if you ever want to have a birthday where you're locked inside and you can only spend it with like one other person fair enough but if not then at least you could say that you tried it at one point 
Yeah, well, it's my birthday next week, actually, and I'm definitely not looking forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, happy birthday for next week. Thanks, I'm just going to eat too much and drink too much. (laughs) What else are you meant to do? (laughs) Yeah, sit on the sofa with all my drink and all my food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the reason, or firstly, like, so excited to have you on. Thank you for, you know, happy to be jumping on last minute. Um, Partly the reason is because, in all honesty, I realised the other day, it was International Women's Day this coming Monday, and I was thinking about kind of like different kinds of debates that I would want to do or thinking of different ways that people celebrate International Women's Day or like female icons that people have that they think are empowering and what's kind of controversial around those things. Because a big aspect of my podcast is I love not necessarily being controversial, but I love like pushing ideas that we think um, so true about kind of like pushing them and, and just asking why we think those ways. And um, I that got me thinking about pageants, beauty pageants, or not just necessarily beauty pageants. And that's something I want to talk to you as well, the distinction between potentially pageants and beauty pageants. But that got me thinking about pageants and how I think it's a common belief. It, I think, I mean, feel free to argue with me at any point and be like, no, Molly, you're talking bullshit. You don't know what you're on about. But my common belief around that was that people tend to see them as um, potentially not empowering. I think because of the history of where they've come from and potentially what they used to represent of like just being based on looks. Um, And so then I was like, I want to chat to a a winner of a pageant, somebody who has kind of like made it to the top of that field. And then I came across you and reached out to you, asked if you'd want to do the pod and you said, yeah. So like I said, very excited to have you here. Um, So without further ado, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit for people listening, I think that would be really awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm so pleased to be here. Well, I'm Jen Atkin. I won Miss Great Britain. Um, in February of 2020, three weeks later, we was in lockdown. Brilliant. <laughs> um, so I've spent the whole of my reign in uh, in this pandemic, but luckily my reign has been extended until September of 2021. So I've got another few months left. So hopefully I can get out and do some fun things. Um, but yeah, Miss, Miss Great Britain wasn't my first pageant. I've actually competed in Miss England twice before as well. Um, and also I've competed internationally. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So what's the difference between Miss Great Britain and then Miss England? And um, so in the UK, well, over in the whole world, there's so many different pageants and so many different systems. Um, Miss England being part of Miss World. And then there's Miss Great Britain, which is the longest running pageant in, in our country. Um, and then there's loads of other ones, um, Miss Universe Great Britain, and then loads of other little ones as well. Um, but they, they all represent different things and they're all for different kinds of people. Um, but Miss England, you typically win Miss England and go to Miss World. You win Miss Great Britain. Um, and I mean, that just used to be like a, a, a prize in itself. But now you actually go to Miss Tourism World as well, um, which I've not actually been able to go to, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, there's so many different, different systems um, in the UK. It's just Miss Great Britain and Miss England are like the two biggest ones right right okay so I guess before we kind of get into the more kind of nitty-gritty of our pageants empowering or not all that kind of stuff yeah it's really interesting to know more about you and your personal experience in pageants so is that when you were younger is that something that your kind of family encouraged you to do or how did you get into it oh no I was always this person who just thought pageants were an American thing and um 
I've had I mean I've had quite a journey myself the past the past 10 years has been pretty bonkers I'm not gonna lie um but I, just to, to just to cover some of my background I actually lost eight stone in weight and um it it's not the weight thing that's like the best part for me but it actually changed me so much as a person and I felt so grateful that I was able to lose that amount of weight and become this healthy energetic person and from that it made me do loads of crazy things you know to sort of give back and um, I was this is how I got scouted in the end I was volunteering at a homeless shelter um, just like I usually was and someone came to me and they said you should apply for Miss Great Grimsby and I was like well what the heck's that that, that sounds a bit odd bit Miss Great Grimsby what well I researched it and I thought well, this looks really good there's loads of charity things behind it which obviously like one of my passions mm-hmm. and there's loads of different rounds and fun dresses and things like that and I thought well I may as well give it a go you know take the ball by the horns just you know <laughs> why not I love a good challenge and it was the best decision I'd ever made because I had such an amazing time and this sounds so cliche yeah. but I made so many friends who like came to my wedding who I still speak to now like I speak to every single day and um that was one of the best parts for me and I, I learned so much as well not just um it's not just the aesthetic it's not just walking on stage in a cute dress and looking all pretty um I, I learned some really good like life skills I was organizing charity events I had a big charity event just down the road here um it was a talent competition and I managed to raise 1,500 pounds for um, a local hospice but as well as that it was a chance for local artists to be able to you know showcase their talent and it was a, it was it was just such a good event and I think people um that sort of assume pageants are just you know you walk on stage and you look nice mm. like it, it's such a shame because but they have that opinion and they don't know about pageants these days and they miss out on all all that part and all the hard work we put in for you know not just our community but also like the, the rest of the country as well um, so that was just, yeah, I'm sorry, I waffled on so no, much. No, no, yeah, no. part for me. Yeah, it's great to get a wider picture of what it includes, because by the sounds of it, there's actually like a lot of organisational stuff that goes into, is that only if you win? That like, if you win, then you kind of have the responsibility of organising charity events um, or um, like fundraising things that you were talking about, or is that kind of up into the process of trying to win you have to showcase that you can do those kinds of things so different pageants want different things and um different girls want to do different things some girls just want to turn up and and not do anything um but for me as a finalist way back then for my first ever pageant miss great grimsby i was adamant that i was going to stay true to myself use this platform as such um for something that i believed in um, so for me, regardless of whether I was going to win or not, which I didn't, by the way, mm-hmm. um, regardless of winning or not, for me, that was just such a big part. Um, but I think people want different things out of it. And that was that was my very first pageant, um, which um, led me on to so many more and competing in Miss England again and eventually coming second in Miss England and then eventually winning Miss Great Britain. Um, but they don't expect you to do it. And you can do anything from the little cake sale or you can do nothing or a big event like I did it's Mm. it's totally up to you and these pageants aren't about 
um, you know, you have to do this to win, you have to do this to win. It's just fun and you, you just use your platform however you want to use it. And but that was just a particular passion of mine and that's right. what I did. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's awesome that you're proud of it. You should be proud of it. it. Sounds like you put a lot of hard work into it. But um so so someone cut so you lose the eight stone. Was it eight stone? Yeah. Yeah, which is I mean, don't get me wrong, it's more like seven after this lockdown, but <laughs> which is time it was eight. <laughs> yeah, I mean seven or eight, that's an amazing achievement still. Like that's seriously incredible. And so you lo- you've lost that weight. Someone comes up to you, you're you're working at this homeless um shelter, and somebody says you should apply for Miss Great Grimsby. And so when someone had told you that like what was the what was the process of you going and doing the research into it because if you had thought oh pageants are kind of this american thing did you have those kind of stereotypical beliefs about what a pageant is before researching it like did you judge it were you a bit like oh i don't want to you know what is a pageant or no absolutely i think a lot of people do have stereotypes about it and i was one of them people who was like oh oh no um and i it just came up on my Facebook after I'd been scouted. It came up on my Facebook and I was like, oh, that's the thing. And it's not until you actually look at it and, and actually look into pictures, looking like look at the experience of the girls and and you know, different things and actually speak to people where you actually go, oh wow, that's nothing like what I, what I thought it was like. And that I mean it really, it really does make you think because we all too, we all do judge too quickly. And um a lot of pageants these days have really, you know, got grown with the times. Um, but people, a lot of people don't know about it, whether whether it's not we don't get enough press or whether or not people don't really care. I don't know, but, <laughs> but yeah. it would be great for people to actually realise that there's so, so much more to pageants than just these days, yeah. <laughs> than just walking on a catwalk in a swimsuit. <laughs> I guess it's hard, though, because like when I was doing research about Miss Great Britain when I was looking at the website and stuff the images on there are quite like one of the one of the first few photos like in the camera roll thing is like you know real close-ups of girls in bikinis and I think that when you don't know much about who's judging it or what they care about or the process of winning it 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 does just see like oh that's like hell of a lot of skin and like girls in like skimpy bikinis and stuff and then um, another aspect of it was like the prizes were like some of the prizes they think are like teeth whitening and hair extensions. And like, honestly, I'm all for people getting the teeth whitening or hair extensions, or whatever they want to do beauty wise. Like I've done teeth whitening and that kind of stuff. Um, but it, I think the first thing when it hits you, it, 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 if you have those preconceptions of like, oh, maybe pageants are quite based on looks and maybe therefore they're not empowering, then those things... I feel like kind of add fuel to the fire unless you're really open-minded and you're trying to find the other stuff that um that you were mentioning that um is is not just surface level beauty kind of stuff if that makes sense yeah I think it's great to see like the old pictures though of the women in in the swimsuits and the bikinis and I mean you can tell that they're like back from the 1980s because of the quality of them but I think it's great to see because that's the history of Miss Great Britain and you can see how far we've come because if you look at my social media if you look at the most recent pictures of winners we're crowned now in evening wear and it's 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 and you've got to remember as well even back in the day and now the women that enter are entering off their own accord they're entering because they want to and you know it's their bodies and their choice and in I mean the prizes back then wow I wish it was like that now it's definitely not um I mean I wouldn't enter this for a prize anyway but um 
yeah it's times have changed so much and it's great to look back at the history yeah. and I recently read a book actually um by Sally Ann Fawcett it was a full history book of um Miss Great Britain from the past 75 years and it's so interesting um things have honestly changed so much girls used to compete because either they wanted the money or they wanted fame and that doesn't happen as much these days it's, it's totally changed and people enter for different reasons I mean I I definitely thought when I when I entered a I didn't think I'd win yeah and b I thought if I do win I'm definitely not going to get famous for it but that's not why I entered so it didn't make a difference to me yeah. but but and yeah it's so, great to know the history <laughs> and so what are the um the things that you think that the competition so what do they care about like what are they looking for in a winner so I think every year is quite different depending on the judges but Miss Great Britain as a pageant itself um looks for a woman who see for me the there's so many different rounds in pageants for me the interview one is the most important it's the one that I won I actually won the personality round as well which is great (laughs) (laughs) but they they, I mean I'm a size 12 girl I'm curvy girl I've got stretch marks from my forehead down to my toes (laughs) and I'm proud of them don't get me wrong I still did the swimwear round I felt incredible incredible um but I definitely think a big part of it is um having a winner who wants to use their voice for what they believe in wants to use their voice for good and has has a good heart and genuinely wants to make a difference difference to the country um and most girls will will come into this pageant um and have like a platform or something that they want to talk about something that they want to bring awareness to and um my platform was health and fitness um so in my interview I talked about um the obesity rates in children um because I actually go into schools well I did until COVID (laughs) I went into schools and talked about healthy eating and different ways that you can just educate yourself on eating better and um that was like my platform but every girl has a different platform and it's just the way you talk about something and the passion you have and the drive you have behind it and I truly believe that my onstage question um, and my answer won it for me it it was about you know being your true self and I always said from the beginning I would rather win being myself I'd rather lose being myself than win being someone else yeah and I just went on stage and I was like my question was um something about who's your biggest role model la 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 we going to take a moment to appreciate my singing no we are going to take a little interlude to chat about how you can support this pod so if you're enjoying this episode you want to hear more episodes like it you can support me by either clicking the link in my bio at progress pure on instagram following the instructions there to support this pod you can share it right now you can go into your text messages giving you permission and share it with a mail or two of yours or you can even leave me a review on iTunes. In happy listening. <laughs> well, I turned around and I said, Dolly Parton. <laughs> but my reasoning for that is because not only is she an incredible country singer, yeah. um, and I'm also a country singer, mm. <laughs> but she's also a, a great businesswoman who is strong, powerful. She donates to charity and she does things for good. And yeah, she's my role model. Mm. I really hope that one day I can be someone's role model. Who knows? I might already be. Yeah, it sounds like you probably are. Like this was one of the things I was thinking about with the thing because 
it sounds like obviously I mean if you look at the definition of empowerment um it's to do with uh whether you are more powerful wait let me just check the definition because I don't want to say that and then screw it up um empower definition yeah the authority or power to do something right so by the sounds of it it sounds like um you yourself have been empowered from it like from the so so do you think that you have in terms of um who you are and kind of the material the prizes and stuff that you won from it or how how do you feel like it's empowered you firstly so I had quite obviously quite a big journey with my weight loss and um up, up until that point like I guess I'd never I'd been proud of myself obviously but I never was I was never sort of that person that would be like oh you know look what, what I've achieved and you know I'm still a size 12 and still got all this and whatnot but I'm proud of myself it was never that point and don't get me wrong I was absolutely petrified for the swimwear round um I did a beach body round as well I've managed to get top 12 with that which was incredible because the diversity in Stroke Britain is insane like they literally are so diverse um and I walked on I, I stood at the end and I was like come on Jen you can do it and as soon as I hit this stage in my little red swimsuit and I can't explain it but you get this rush of oh I'm getting oh my heart's going now I'm talking yeah. about it but you get this rush and you're struck down there and you're like this is me this is me and I, I didn't think people were looking at my figure I genuinely think people were looking at my face because I was like I've done it you know this, this is me I'm gonna wobble down that stage and you know everyone can clap for me I don't care because this is me and I'm showing you all you know yeah. this is yeah, it was just great. I, I can't explain it, but um, a lot of pageant girls will say that swimwear is their favourite round because wow. it truly, I can't, like, you know, when you do something a bit crazy yeah. and then you come up and you're like, wow, that was amazing. I want to do it again. That's exactly the feeling you get. And do you think, because it sounds like you you were in a good place mentally in order to do that, because that's a mindset of being like, okay, I'm really scared and terrified of doing this thing, but fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. And for you, that moment, like a culminated in walking down that catwalk or walking down whatever. And like, it sounds like you accepted yourself really for like, you, you know, all these things that typically women aren't accepted for like or not necessarily not accepted for but like you're not the standard like size eight like you know you said you were stretch marks like you but you were like I'm I'm me and I love myself which is really inspiring but do you think that um the pageant culture like the judges or I don't know how many people are involved in kind of behind the scenes stuff with the pageant do you think they help you create that environment or do you think it could be like a toxic environment for some people where they're where where they they feel judged or or what's the kind of culture like around that well the actual judging um and we're told this before but the the judging sheets actually have nothing about judging on figure Mm -hmm. the 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 swim around is completely judged on confidence and you're walking and you know just like being yourself it's not judged on the size of you it's not judged on tone it's not judged on the size of whatever um, it's genuinely just on confidence and you know that going in, into Miss Great Britain you know that you're not being judged on your size mm-hmm. and th- that's why I entered Miss Great Britain because I mean I just think it's great pageant anyway you're not judged, judged on your size you're not judged on your colour I'm actually bisexual There's, they've never judged me on my sexuality 
Um, and it, it honestly is just a great pageant. It's the most inclusive pageant in Great, in great Britain. Mm-hmm. Not only can you enter at any age, you can enter having kids, you can enter being married, and it's the only pageant that accepts that in Great Britain. Um, I've done Miss England pre- previously, but they don't accept women that are married, mm-hmm. they don't accept women that have children, and you can only do it if you're under 26. So to me, Miss Great Britain, like, I'm so proud of it because it's the most inclusive pageant. Um, it's the oldest pageant in, in the country and it's the most inclusive. And I'm just so proud to be part of the Miss Great Britain family because I just think they're brilliant, honestly. It's so yeah. inclusive. I it, could, I could cry. You could cry. Go for it. You could cry. And do you think that you need a, that pageants are necessary for that kind of thing because like honestly talking to you it sounds like it is very empowering for like an individual person going through that experience and pageants don't necessarily I'm not trying to like get an answer in this where I'm like oh you know pageants have to be empowering for women or they or they're not empowering for women like I'm genuinely just curious as to whether um because if they're empowering for you in as a whole, I, I'm just skeptical whether they are empowering for women, because I guess like if we have to unpack that, the, the stereotypes that you would want to be breaking, I guess, or not contributing to as women in order for something to be like giving back the power to them would be breaking down previous or like stereotypes that exist. So one is like whether they have to be young and beautiful. And then I guess another classic one is motherhood and like fertility and like having a family and everything and I'm just wondering whether they as a whole it in impacting women and even men you know it doesn't have to be empowering men or women like do they serve that purpose I don't know and that doesn't mean they disempower men or women but it just sounds more like they're really fun competitions with a lot of history and a lot of legacy like I think Miss Great Britain's been going on for 75 years um correct me if I'm wrong but that I don't know if they, they sound like a very fun competition to get involved in that represent a lot of history and culture and, and things that happened in, in the past and for something that's really rewarding as an individual to celebrate. Do you think that as a whole, they empower women on like, um, on like a bigger level, you know, on like a mass scale? Oh, definitely. And you'll, you'll notice like once you're on the scene, the same people come back year after year because it's so empowering and not only is it empowering but it also gives you that platform to to have a voice and to talk about and do things that you wouldn't actually be able to do it, it sounds so ridiculous but having a title not just Miss Great Britain but even you know when I was Miss Lincolnshire like it opened so many doors for me to to do things that I couldn't do you know just mm-hmm. as Jen because people are so interested in it and people are like oh wow you know you, you sort of have that extra thing that people want to grasp onto and um but yeah honestly I, I can't explain it but if 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 you entered oh you should have definitely entered by the way <laughs> if you entered I can promise you you would enter year after year after year because it not only is it incredibly fun but it is really empowering and it's so supportive and I've, I, I, I sound so cliche right now but it's not I genuinely did make friends it's not the whole bitchiness and you know I don't even know what it honestly is so I can't even explain it it just it it gave me so much chance to not only just you know show myself on stage but there was a talent round so it was incredible to have my um 
you know, a bit of me singing on the stage, which was like really good for me being a being a singer. It was it was great, you know, publicity for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just honestly, it's so empowering. It's great. I, that moment on stage when you're doing something that you you never thought you'd do, but you just feel incredible about yourself, and it really is a supportive system and a supportive I don't really know it's just great so what are the opportunities that that were presented to you like you said there's great PR stuff like you're a singer what other do you get um like what are those kinds of things what happens when you win like do you get um this is me literally just guessing like do you get Instagram followers do you get um you know I know there was like a photo shoots thing but like what are the other things that you the kind of opportunities that you got that you felt like it did empower you um, so I was quite unlucky with um, my year because I mean there wasn't many I, I did get prizes not many but the ones that I did get unfortunately every single one sort of went to pot because mm-hmm. Flybe went under so that was bye bye Paris oh no, oh, no. <laughs> um, Flybe is the airline yeah they went under I was like why do you have to do this to me <laughs> but um but I've always questioned again. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry. Um, the question was, what opportunities did you get that made oh, yeah. you feel like it did empower you? Oh, honestly. Okay, sorry about that. Um, Instagram right. followers, I didn't get that many inst- more Instagram followers, but like to me, Instagram isn't like the be all, be all or end all, whatever they say. It's not a massive deal to me anyway. Um, but I, I've had quite a lot of airtime. I've been on Good Morning Britain three times now. Um, where I've got to I've also been able to do debates about healthy eating and labels on food packaging and also body shaming I've also been on channel four um Steph packed lunch about um like healthy eating and stuff and been able to do things like that because I'm Miss Great Britain because I won that but it's something that I'm incredibly passionate about was like incredible for me I've been able to be in the press and the newspapers and the magazines about you know weight loss and trying to inspire people and trying to make people think more about what they're consuming and what exercise they're doing and that was really the most important part for me that was the opportunity that I really really wanted was to be able to even just inspire one person just to make a great change in their life that was literally that that was the best opportunity for me and Mm. I really hope that I've even just inspired one person because then job done take the crown I'm done (laughs) (laughs) so it sounds like that Miss Great Britain from potentially overall is empowering if you use it as a platform to further what you really believe in rather than like rather than looking at it like a beauty competition or like a swimsuit competition yeah I mean don't get me wrong that this there's still people these days who just want to turn up with the swimsuit and get nice pictures and maybe win the crown and that's absolutely fine like I, I never judge anyone on that you know you do what you want to do and when, when you enter these these pageants, you know what you're getting yourself in for. And mm-hmm. if you wanted to turn up with a swimsuit and pray you win just judged on that, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But, you know, the there's so much more to this competition than just doing that. There's so much more to to a winner than just turning up with a swimsuit. And that that's really why I think that I won. Because, um, I mean, I, I'm not the... I'm not definitely not the best looking woman. I've definitely not got the best figure ever. Definitely, absolutely not, mm-hmm. especially now. Um, but I just think they saw so much more than than a pretty girl in a swimsuit. I think they saw passion and drive for something that I believed in, something that I'd experienced, and I, I genuinely believe that's why why I won. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> yeah, no, what? Well, yeah, I mean, you seem like super lovely, and like I'm not surprised that you won. But do 
was there a point and do they ever talk about the shift because you said that you read that book uh with about the history of pageants and stuff when do you think the shift kind of was from pageants being about beauty and, and kind of being judged specifically on like who's the most beautiful like who looks the best or whatever to or even skills that were more like um domesticated than potentially now like you know you talking about really having a passion about spreading the message of health and fitness like those are um it's great to see women who like care, you know have a care about uh things and are kind of like taking action and using their lives to make a difference or like promote something when do you think there was that shift in history within pageants or maybe particularly within Miss Great Britain where it was like okay we really want we care more now about um you know you having like a real drive on some an, an issue that affects a lot of people or yeah I think it's gradually been through through the years mm-hmm. um initially it was just a swimsuit round you just turn up and whoever looks the best got the money um but as the years went on like it it did grow with the times and um I think it was 1970 if I'm correct mm-hmm. that they um brought in an evening wear round and it sort of grew from that year after year you know the swimsuit round still does exist in Miss Great Britain but now there's like a whole range of different rounds mm-hmm. that didn't exist years and years ago I definitely think over the past 10 years it's it's got even better I think definitely I think the past year has been literally Miss Great Britain is in its prime wait that sounds really big-headed well you know what I mean no, I honestly yeah. think that that Miss Great Britain has become the most inclusive um pageant and I think it's the best it can possibly be there's nothing that I could say at Miss Great Britain at this stage that I would say that's wrong or that's wrong I think they're completely you know arms wide open for everyone and um for so many different people but um Miss Great Britain even in the 70s and 80s I think if I'm correct um they still did accept married women and they still did accept women with children um, but there's the likes of, like I said, Miss England, and that's not me bashing Miss England, Miss yeah. England at all, because I had a great time doing that. Um, but they are—they're just so different. Miss England, you know, you can't enter unless you're under 26 and you're not married and you don't have kids. But as what? But aside from that, um, Miss England and Miss World—they've actually um, completely got rid of the swimwear round. Right. So it—you know—it's different. It's different. You know, the, the, the different things that they yeah. both have, um, which was actually. Um, got rid of by my friend Kat Hodge who's actually competing for Ms Great Britain this year which is incredible um, but yes yeah, so that was that was got rid of about 10 years ago um, but I personally love this woman around so that's why I did Miss Great Britain yeah. and I was married at the time so <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I'm finding it hard to get my head around is the fact that or the thing that I'm like is it um, how can it be empowering when we're being judged on these things because like I totally honestly respect people who are like even the people who are like I just want to show up in a bikini and get nice pictures like good for you you don't necessarily have to have a cause that you're like fighting for or something you really believe in that's fine but because when you were like oh it's the confidence that people like judge you on and it's great to be confident and to kind of like be self-accepting but then it makes me think but what about the women who like aren't confident you know the the fact that and I guess you don't have to they don't have to enter like no one's forced to enter you can enter if you want but does it send the message that's like if you're not confident um regardless of what your body looks like then you 
you aren't kind of um, in the league to win or the fact that even that you guys are like competing with one another, like surely you could be really confident in, I guess as well, you mentioned this with the opportunities that you get, but like, what is the need to be, to be judged and have a kind of winner and a loser, you know? Yeah, I'm so sorry. My cat's making off noises now. <laughs> Don't worry. I've, had, I've done episodes where people have done, had dogs like, yapping in the background and I'm like, oh God. So your cat meowing is fine. I don't know why he's hungry. I've just fed him. But anyway, um, wait, let me think about this. Basically, <laughs> sorry, sometimes my questions are roundabout. So essentially, do you think that the fact that you're being, firstly, do you think the fact that you're being judged in a competition takes away from female empowerment because surely you could just be all those things whether that's confident not confident or have a great personality or not and um, not feel the need to kind of prove it to someone to win yeah um what do I say about this let me think about this yeah no go for it take your time honestly um because you know what I mean it's like this idea of winning uh, a competition against other people to kind of prove that you're you're Miss Great Britain, I guess, in this circumstance, which I just, yeah, I don't have anything wrong, honestly, with the the ideas of these competitions. I just find the like competing element and it's great to have winners and losers that like, you've got bodybuilding competitions and there's like yeah. skill that goes into it. And I guess the competition element element is like, you do a lot of prep to try and win. So of course there's going to be a competition, but like competing against other women to prove that you're like the best seems and like the best kind of person I'm just interested in what you think about that yeah well I mean I've, I've competed loads of times where I've where I've not won I've not even come top five yeah. but I've still come back and and tried again and again and again and I mean I've, I've done a lot of pageants in the past four years um but it's for me it was definitely like I went into it knowing that I, w- I, I wouldn't win my first pageant I knew that I wouldn't win because I didn't really know a lot about it I didn't really know what I was doing um but I had such a good time that I'd, I knew I'd come back regardless and the thing is you are being judged but you put yourself out there to be judged mm-hmm. and um I mean it's it's not awful when you don't win and that sounds weird but it's really not awful when you don't win because it's such a journey it's not just the one night it's every it's all the preparation up to it everything you've done and it almost feels like that walk where you take your walk in your evening evening dress that almost feels like your moment and after all the hard work this is your time to shine it's almost like when you walk down the aisle and everyone's looking at you and it's your moment and your big day mm. that moment when you walk on the stage after everything you've done it, it it just feels like this is my moment to shine this is my moment for everyone to look at me and be like wow you've done really well mm. and it I, when you're walking on the stage and the lights are on you and I just remember taking this deep breath in and I thought right you know what Jenny even if you haven't won you've done amazing you've absolutely pushed yourself you've challenged yourself you've done things that you never thought you could do you've changed people's lives just take it in take a deep breath and enjoy this moment of people just looking at you and just being proud and I just sort of stood there took this deep breath and I thought all right I'm ready to go to the bar now (laughs) well that's the thing like what you just said about the people looking at you I wonder if there if pageants would be because that, that, that is an element of it, you know, to get some kind of recognition for like the hard work that you've done, whether that's like the charity work and everything that you've done and people appreciating that, or whether it's 
it's like the, I think the thing is like it's looking good it's like when you mentioned the evening gown there's some kind of pleasure and it just makes me wonder where we get that as women and as men I think everybody to some extent sometimes likes to be looked at as like this you know a beautiful object or like somebody with confidence or like radiating enthusiasm or charisma whatever that might be and I'm just wondering where that comes from and whether that's a good thing you know to to because these competitions obviously encourage that that kind of like looking at somebody as a spectacle or as an object and it doesn't have to mean that it's only based on physical stuff but you are being judged as a package really yeah you are you're definitely been judged as a package um I definitely wouldn't say it's been judged on looks or figure because I definitely wouldn't want in that case um but I mean I've been in judge before and I've looked at girls on the stage I've looked at girls on the stage and obviously you know they want to be looked at they're wearing a beautiful dress mm. and I've looked and I've gone oh that's the one that did that or oh that's the one that you know went on a bike ride for 600 miles yeah like it, it's crazy and it when you look at these girls who have achieved so much and they're on on stage and they're looking out at their family and and they've got a little twinkle in their eye because they've achieved so much and they've done everything they wanted to do and they just wanted to feel nice for just one second and just be proud of it and I, do you know what evening wear and getting all dressed up in your hair and makeup is my favorite part I, I love getting dressed up yeah. in makeup and stuff and I looked at pictures and, and whatever. And it, regardless of whether people looked, at, I, I didn't even have family and friends come to watch me at Miss Great Britain. Like there was just strangers staring at me. I don't know what they were thinking. But I just had strangers still clapping for me, clapping away. I don't know what they were thinking, but um, like it's just a, such a great feeling. It really is. And I just felt so elegant. Like you just feel so elegant walking down in, in your lovely little dress. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like most of my dresses are second hand or or given to me. <laughs> I'm not really I think I bought one before and it was like three hundred pounds and that was it, but I'm tight. <laughs> <laughs> and so what was the prep that you had to do? Or like cause you mentioned before of kind of like, you know, the hard work to get to that point. Like what is it if you decide, okay, I want to enter, what are those steps then that you have to do to try and win? Um, there's so many different rounds that you can go for I mean like I said you can just turn up and not not do anything it's totally up to you or like there's <clears throat> so many different rounds you... I think oh, I'm so should... sorry I just heard a bang don't worry I don't know what that was You're right <laughs> um probably my cats um but yeah there's so many different rounds that you can do um some girls just turn up and they don't really want to do much but they just want to have a good time and just get some nice pictures and walk on stage and that's totally fine um the, the the rounds you know they are optional you don't have to do them mm-hmm. um but for me personally I, I wanted to enter every single one because mm-hmm. I wanted the best shot that I could um but they have so many different rounds there's personality round which is um judged by all the girls all the contestants oh wow the person that they think's you know made made the most fun difference or just got such just got a really good personality and I won that one I did <laughs> um, but I think I won that because I, I, I'm a bit bonkers and you know I, I am welcoming I just treat everyone like a friend I don't care who you are I'll speak to anyone <laughs> so I think that's probably why I won but uh, there's a talent round which um, I entered and you know got shortlisted for which was just a video of me singing um, there's a beach beauty round which is it, you just send a picture of yourself in like a swimwear right. and that that is judged that particular round is judged on like physical um like 
exterior. Yeah. Um, I, I, luckily enough, I got top 12 of that as well. Still yeah. being a size 12, you know, I've got bingo wings. Yeah. God knows what, but I still managed to get top 12 of that, which yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, and then the other rounds were charity, which we, ra- I think we raised £19,000 last year. Wow. Incredible for Cancer Research Alliance's wish. And uh, that that was the best round. And Miss Great Britain is so passionate about charity. Yeah. They actually organised for all of the finalists to do a um, like flying lesson. And we all got to go in a fly, in um, a plane and we got to fly it ourselves and do like a loop the loop. But we did it for charity. Wow. So we raised so much money. That was so much fun. I was so sick. Wow, you flew it yourself. <laughs> Jesus, I would be terrified to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I probably won't ever do it again. But. So most of these, most of these things are judged. Then is it like one day where you get? Of course, you send in your photo and um, and those things are done beforehand. But like, do you get judged? It's kind of like one day where you come in and you do like the swimsuit kind of walk, and then the talent show and the personality round. Is that all in one day? Um, so it's over two days. Okay. Um, the first night is called the fashion wear. And basically, all it really is, is like a warm up. So you put on your favourite red dress and it's just, it's such a laugh. Everyone's like clapping and you just walk down this catwalk and do like funny poses and stuff. Mm. It's pretty much just a warm up, you know, um, because then the next night is like the proper final um, where you all do an opening dance. I'm a dreadful dancer. I missed so many moves. I, I might as well have stood there and smiled because I didn't barely move yeah <laughs> well um, you, we all do an opening dance you know for a show um and then we do swimwear so we come on in our swimwear and we all sashay down like in a waterfall yeah and um and then there's all the talent videos showing after in the in the break mm. uh, which was really cool it was really nice to see everyone else's talents as well mm. and then we do the evening wear which we just all come on in a little waterfall in, in, in our evening wear. And then the, the awards get um, announced, the award winners get out. And if you win an award, you get an onstage question, okay. which pretty much is um, like that, that your, your, your answer to your question pretty much gets you in the top 10. Right. Um, so the top 10's announced and you don't have to win an award to be in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know if, if you've won an award and you answer your question really well or say something really good then you probably will get in the top 10 and then it goes to five four three and then it's the whole holding hands situation of the top two wow and then that's the winner and what kind of questions do they ask you um so it depends what award you've won so it usually will relate to the award that you've won so mine was like oh who's your role model because I won the personality round yeah um, but then the, the charity one was um something about you know what what have you done to raise money for charity yeah so it's it's really easy just questions about about your award uh, award mm. um but there's there's so many different ones um that that they do as well but it's all just really easy questions but it, it's a way that you answer it really See, I turned my question, my answer of Dolly Parton being my role model mm. into about, you know, how I, I I would say that I am a role model and what I could do to mm-hmm. inspire people. Why, and then you just sort of turn it into why you think you should win, really. Right. Way of, of, of how you say it. Yeah. It, it, in the photos and stuff that I was looking at, because some of the, um, I know I mentioned earlier in the episode that 
was when I went on the website, there are photos of like girls in bikinis and stuff. And um, some of those photos, I think, were from the last like few years. Um, and I, I guess even though like you mentioned how you can send in a photo and you are judged then on like physique and everything. And whilst a lot of the competitions like you're not going to um, they, they may not judge you if you're not like the fittest or like the skinniest or whatever those things are. But I do feel like and like correct me if I'm wrong, but like you I mean, you're beautiful, obviously, even if you you, oh, you, you kind of talk in like self deprecating. Sometimes you're like, I'm not this. I'm not that. But like you are you're really beautiful. You're you're um, and this sounds like a weird thing for me to say, but like you're in the better looking group of the population, right? Like for sure, like you're in the top like percentage oh, of people no. who are looking, which is a compliment, but at the same time, it's like, but I just don't think an ugly person would ever win. I know that sounds like, you know, a bit blunt, but like if you had someone, I I, I just can't imagine, like how you're saying you have to send in a photo of um of the of kind of like what you look like in the bikini and the swimmer around and that one is judged even though the walking down the aisle version isn't if you are a and I know these competitions aren't for everybody and there there isn't necessarily anything wrong in some extent in saying yeah some of it's based on aesthetic like with bodybuilding competitions that's a lot of it is based in aesthetic but they do have to work you know really hard to achieve that people who are just not um who are naturally um, ugly or like not that good looking, but are really excelled in other areas. I mean, maybe I'm wrong and like, maybe I need to do my research on this, but like, I didn't see anyone in those competitions who was like, I just don't know if everybody, every woman, it doesn't necessarily mean they have to be, would be represented in those competitions. Do you know what I mean? I know it's like being a bit blunt about it. Oh no, I definitely think anyone can win. Um, said earlier I definitely think it depends on what you say in your interview and what you say on stage I definitely definitely believe that mm-hmm. okay. um, trust me you should see me without all this makeup on like but you wore that all that makeup though that's the point like you you yeah, know but you don't have to you, okay, you, you don't have to you can wear whatever you want on stage if you don't want to wear makeup you don't have to wear makeup yeah it's completely up to anyone else but I just I love makeup I love changing my face and you don't want to see me when I wake up in the morning because it's it's a sight yeah <laughs> but even now like if I walked down the the road like nobody would look at me and be like oh she could be Miss Great Britain because I'm not your stereotypical beauty queen I'm not a size I'm not a size zero mm. you know like platinum blonde hair and mm. you know all you know fillers and done up to the nines like that's just not me at all I've I've got my own look about me and I just don't I honestly think I'm just I'm, well, I'm trying to break stereotypes yeah, yeah. um I'm, I'm just not the stereotypical beauty queen and I really hope that that does follow in the next few years as well and yeah like I said you know Miss Great Britain is the most inclusive pageant in Great Britain and we've had a range of different beauty queens that look all different all different shapes and sizes and I really do hope that people look at me being like a curvier a curvier girl and think you know if, if she's a size 12 and she can win then I can do anything you know mm. you don't have to be a size 0 20 mm. you don't have to be a size 12 20 yeah you don't have to be a size 20 20 you can do whatever size you want and you still have as much chance of winning as I did yeah. and you know if it was all based on aesthetics and I definitely would not have won yeah because I have lots of wobbly bits yeah. tone. 
Oh, and, I can't be bothered to get surgery. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe, because you mentioned you know, that the round where like it is actually based on looks, like there is a part of it, and maybe that's just inherent in the competition, and that it doesn't necessarily mean. And maybe even if that's not empowering for women, it doesn't necessarily have to be unempowering at the same time. And people can choose whether they want to enter the competition or not. Um, and I wanted to ask you the whole, um, I forgot, didn't have time to write about it on the thing I sent you, but you know, with Zara Holland and um, that whole drama that happened where she got her title, I think this was in 2016. Um, and then she went on Love Island and slept with someone quite publicly. And then they took away her title. What were your thoughts like on that? Yeah, I think that just happened. So suddenly no one was prepared for it. No one was expecting that to happen. And I know the directors had to act quickly. And I do think they made the right decision in that. I mean, I know I wouldn't sleep with anyone or do anything like that on TV where families are watching, where my parents are watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was her decision. And I think it's a big risk to take when you're representing your country. Right. And when you are Miss Great Britain, it's, you know, a, a big risk to take. If, I mean, if you want to do it and you're happy to do that on television in front of all the people and mm. pretend to change your title, then that, that, that's that. But I definitely think when you're representing Miss Great Britain as an organisation and Miss Great Britain as a country as well, you should kind of rein it in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't, don't you think it's like unempowering to if someone has gone through the effort and like the hard work like you said to win and then they win and then she sleeps with someone like it's no secret that I mean unless you're only letting kind of like virgins win or to the extent where you're saying okay um you know you want to try and paint the girls in like a really angelic virginal light like the the her like having sex with somebody isn't it unempowering then to be like oh well because you did that on TV and everybody knew about it, then we're going to take away your title. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. Um, but at the same time, that was her decision to do to do something like that. And something to me that would be so private. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's Love Island is a big, big show. Massive. And like so many people that watch it are just, for me, I don't think it was appropriate. I definitely think you know when you go into a show like that you you know what you're going in for you know what you're doing and I mean there's not been any incident well not incidents but there's been no behavior like that since because you know not not just because of the pageant but you know your family are watching and whatever and I I, I mean I obviously love sex like who doesn't yeah um and I'd say that no problem but it's not something that I want to be doing on national television I definitely think we should use national television for something much more yeah. productive and useful. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think that it, you know, especially if you're going to be Miss Great Britain and if there are things that you're trying to promote or change the world about, then potentially going on a reality TV show, which is um, a large base, you know, it's about finding love, which is fine. But then I guess hooking up is like a really big aspect of it. If you're being represented by such a big company like Miss Great Britain, is it the best career choice for you? I don't know. I just from like I was just really as a person who isn't really that involved or I mean isn't involved in Miss Great Britain at all I found that hard to get my head around that they took it away from her because I was like the the automatic thing that it associates is that that they didn't agree with what she did and I think one of the big shackles on women is kind of their um their ability to have full power over like 
having sex and like um and being proud about that and not, and kind of moving away from the stereotype of like oh they should be angels and virgins and all this stuff so the correlation between trying to empower women sexually and then taking her title away because of that was a hard one for me to get my head around but I do understand it is yeah. like a company and organization if they have rules they have rules yeah I, I definitely want to want it to be the person to make that decision I don't really know what I'd have, I'd have done maybe if it was me I might have waited a bit longer and you know talked to her when she got out but yeah not this unfortunately not for me to decide but yeah on like as on a personal level it's not something that I would do on tv but you know we all make our decisions and to be honest I think it's worked out better for her in the end anyway yeah I mean she's got exactly what she wanted which is great and she's she's doing well that's the most important thing but yeah yeah I mean we all when you when you win Miss Great Britain you can do whatever you want with your title and you know she wanted to go on Love Island Mm -hmm. and everyone knows that when you go on Love Island you become this famous person overnight and that's what she wanted that's Mm -hmm. what she got Mm -hmm. so you know everything worked out really yeah (laughs) and as we are kind of like drawing to a close there are like a few a few other things I would love to know your thoughts on a little bit do you find that Miss Great Britain is kind of like um is the competition aspect of it is kind of like an escape or a fantasy world for you um I'd say more more as a hobby I mean there's definitely been times in the past where I've spent way too much time worrying about things or way too much time thinking about it or planning um but it's definitely more of a hobby Uh, Miss Great Britain was definitely more of a hobby just something that I thought yeah well I'll give this a go and mm-hmm. I'll do this and I'll do that and you know if plans come up I'll do it um it's 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 to me it's just like a hobby it's just mm-hmm. like someone doing football on a weekend instead of doing football I just do pageants yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice okay well so overall your closing argument would be that when that pageants are empowering for women I would definitely say that pageants are empowering for women but as well I think you know we're, we're at a stage in our generation where you can do whatever you want to do and if you want to do pageants go for it and yeah just enjoy your life and do what you want to do use yeah. your time doing the things that you find fun and and if you find something empowering then go for it and yeah. enjoy it yeah I think you're totally right I think that to be honest if you want to, you know, get involved, not specifically you, but like generally you, if people want to get involved in things that make them happy and that um, validate them or give them the opportunity to do things and further their career in ways that they want to do, amazing, great. I think that in terms of does it empower women as a whole, I I don't think on like a mass level um, that it does in terms of like moving us towards... um, moving us towards like more equality and stuff like that but on an individual level I think that honestly it sounds kind of harmless and fun and something that if you want to get involved in then that's awesome uh, yeah do you know what? I have to agree with you really on that point I definitely think it's an individual's perspective yeah but yeah awesome. I agree awesome <laughs> oh wait one more thing if people do want to follow you and check out all your stuff your Instagram is Jen Atkin right yeah it's Jen Atkin UK Amazing. And is there anything else that you, any advice you want to give people or anything else you want to say? Um, oh, I want to give you all a little Dolly Parton quote, because why not? Um, find out who you are and do it on purpose. That's right, isn't it? That's how it says. I think yeah, so, but I, I love that. I love that. I love Dolly Parton. I literally live my whole life just Dolly Parton quotes, you know. 
<laughs> Did you see her vaccine Jolene song recently? Vaccine, vaccine. <laughs> I love it so much. She's just brilliant. And so you're oh, a con- you're a country it. singer as well. I am. Yeah, okay. I'm working on some new music. So hopefully that'll be out on Spotify and iTunes. Hopefully by the end of this year, depending on the COVID situation anyway. <laughs> nice. That's really exciting. Okay. And is there like a link in your Instagram bio or something like that that people can check it out? Um, so I'm on Spotify, iTunes and Amazon Music as well, just under Jen Atkin. I only have one song out at the moment, but there is so much more coming. So please keep your eyes out. Woo. Amazing. That was weird. Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> And that's a wrap. Happy Sunday or whatever day that you're listening to this on. Guys, I'm really enjoying these episodes. I know this is kind of a, a, what's the word? A diluge. That's absolutely not a word. I know I'm just kind of a tangent. Let's just go with that. I know it's a bit of a tangent, but when I first started making these, it was very stressful to make sure I had one prepared and ready for the day. Now I've got some, you know, that are planned for like a month ahead so I guess I just feel really organized and like happy with these so anyway as obviously I just mentioned I love making these episodes I'm loving talking to different people and finding out more about their lives and different ideas and theories that they've thought of in terms of thinking about life or or even if they're more fun and light-hearted but we've got some good debate ones lined up including plastic surgery um, some more on beauty and like the controversies that come with that a lot more on dating and personal stories as well so if there are any others that you are keen to hear about or you think would be a really interesting route for me to explore, then DM me at Progress Pure and I will look into those. And if I think they're also interesting, I will definitely follow up on them. So have a great week, stay safe, stay healthy, and I will see you later on. Bye guys.